Oh, Patty. I know you love surprises. I hate surprises. I know you love surprises. I hate surprises. So I have one for you. Oh, dear. We got a message from, from Tina Ford. <gasps> Tina Ford? I did a show with her very early on. I, I was a comedian in her art show. Awesome. Well, she has some great things to say about you. Oh, I can't wait to listen. Here it is. Hey, Mother Effers, this is Tina Ford. Um, Heather, it's me from and or. I just called because I wanted to say how much I'm obsessed with you guys. I listen every single week, and I think I've mentioned to you before, Heather, that I admire you so much because you're living a life very similar to the one that I'd like to live in a short time, hopefully, Um but I've always wanted to be a foster to adopt mom ever since I was a little girl. I'm only 27, so it's going to be a few years before I go for the mom thing. But listening to your podcast is really, really insightful and lets me know what to expect, which is not to have any expectations at all. And all of your horror stories make me laugh and they make me cry. And I just wanted to say that y'all can't scare me with that shit, though, okay? I'm still going to do it. Um, yeah, um, I really appreciate all of the insight. I feel like I'm sitting there with you guys having a chat whenever I am listening to the podcast when it comes up on my feed um, every Monday. So thank you guys so much for everything that you're doing. I think you're so fucking funny. I'm always laughing. And I wish that I lived closer to Burbank so I could come see you guys some more. Um, I went to the first fostering funny show and it was hilarious i loved both of you and um it was so well curated and awesome and i could gush for ever but i've already been on the phone for two minutes so i guess i'll let it go um have a good day and i hope that um yeah y'all are doing great thanks for everything she's amazing it sounds like she's amazing and i think we need to take Mother Ethan on the road. Yeah. And get to away Los from Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Just not far. Somewhere I can come back at night and go to my bed. But Oh, no. I want to go to Tahoe. Tahoe. I want to go to places. <laughs> I want to get away from my kids. Just joking. I love them. Um, I think Tina just lives in L.A. Well, then that won't work. <laughs> She's great, though. She has a wonderful art exhibit that she puts on. Uh, she's done it twice. But it's all about people of mixed Asian descent. So everybody in the show was part Asian and part something else. And I was a comedian who did a live performance. Oh, and fun. they had like this Filipino rapper who came on who was great. And it was the first time I realized how funny the Korean American set I have really is. And it was the first time I did my sister jokes and it went over so well. Such an appreciative audience who gets it. Yes. It gave you confidence because those, were, those jokes are funny. It did. And so she's a lovely person and she's so supportive and I'm so happy to know that she loves the show. And I'm not trying to scare you, Tina, but run away. <laughs> no, it's worth it. Just maybe don't do three at once. Yeah. Yeah, that's I did two at once. Maybe start with one. One. One's good. One's good. Yeah. Start with one. But we'd love to hear from everyone else. We're lonely and we have low self-esteem. So please give us a call and tell Very us how true. we're doing. And you can even give us a complaint and then we'll cry and eat chocolate. And then maybe well, Patty will cry and eat hot chocolate. 
So give us a call, 818-533-8656. Tell us what you think about us. We can take it. Maybe. I can take it. I'll cry. You're listening to the Mother Effin Podcast with Patty Crouch and Heather Dragulescu. Work, 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 work. I don't know how that rap song goes. But it's I've never like even that. heard that rap song. It's either you're so far off from it that I don't know it. But then again, it's me, so I probably don't know it. So you're back at work. I am. It was weird. I am like Jack Bauer. Shit hit the fan. They called me in from mm. retirement. Sounds really glorious, but in reality, I'm just slightly better than a temp. <laughs> so, yeah. So the, I used to work at a customer service for some company called, that does washroom equipment. And the day I got the call for the girls, I went back for half a day to pass off my projects and then never went back. So it's been seven years. My gosh. It's been a long time. And they had a new transition from like software. So they didn't, they're behind. <laughs> they're really, really behind. They're like 3,000 emails behind. Wow. Hundreds and hundreds of orders behind. Like they need help. And yeah. so I talked to, I was like, hey, I'll go back for a couple months, do a short stint. Famous last words. Yeah, I don't know. So people have been going, why'd you come? You should run, 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 don't oh, come no. back. And then other people are like, oh, you say four months, you'll be here for five years. And I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. It's the company's changed a lot. We used to be at this place that like the tiles were falling off and like mm. it was just an old company. It's a, yeah. it's a family owned company. It's a million dollar company. They treat you really well. They pay you decently. Like it's a good company to work for. But they were just an old company. Yeah. And so it was just an old building and an old company. And now we're like in a Google place. Wow. Like seriously, it looks like it's open spaces. There's collaboration stations. There's places <laughs> to charge your phone. There's a whole like outdoor patio for wow. you to eat. There's a wellness section so that you can go if, if you're feeling not so good and you need a break. Or if you're nursing, you can go in there. So you're like, there like all the time. <laughs> I know. I'd be like, I'm surprised no one's like camped out here there's quiet stations because it's all open plan so there's quiet areas all throughout the building if you need to take a call and be a little bit louder you can go in there instead there's areas that are like just like lounge areas so you can have collaborative meetings wow it's it's like they want to be google but yeah they're not (laughs) you get free fruit nice i know they also are now making their employees do overtime from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. So the free fruit is the counteract that's not going pretty well. Yeah. Um, their breaks are now 15 minutes. I'm like, you. of course, you like yeah. keeping it for 12 hours. <laughs> you need to give them more than, yeah, the morale is, I met one happy person there so far. Ooh. It's, it's everyone, the system just isn't working. And of course, the people who don't do the work mm-hmm. created the system yeah so how uh, it's streamlined and efficient means it takes three times as long Yeesh. so yeah it's insane so what are you enjoying about going back to work it was a power trip i mm-hmm. I've, i th- i feel really bad because a lot of my friends and coworkers are miserable because they're mm-hmm. being forced to work from six to six and i'm in like nah, i don't need to be here so if you want me you can have me but i'm gonna work these hours i'm gonna get wednesdays off and i'm gonna be home in time for the kids yeah so it was definitely like a power trip that i felt like i'm i'm a good employee i, yeah. I have the work ethic and i'm smart um 
and the stuff isn't like super hard. It's like yeah. a little detective work. Where did your mirror go? Is it yeah. broken? Where did it ship? You know, like yeah. simple, simple <laughs> things, but kind of like fun detective work in a weird way. And so it's easy work. It's, it is what it is. But I had a, like a little power trip of like, yeah, I'm that good. You need me back <laughs> kind of thing. So That's it was good. fun walking in with a little more negotiating power. You said, what am I enjoying? When I was working in an office, the one thing that I really liked was just being around other adults. Yes. I just wish these adults were a little happier. Like I came <laughs> at a really bad time. But it's been fun making fun of it too. Yeah. You know, like, so I'm a peon compared yeah. to some of these other people. And like, they're like 3.2 emails behind or something mm -hmm. when you're in like all level tiers. And I'm like a tier one. So I can yeah. only do like the simple things, right? And I'm like, oh, I'm doing so much better than you. I'm at 1.7K. I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been, we've been making fun of it. So it's yeah. been fun seeing old friends that I do enjoy. Like I yeah. had fun people to work with. Yeah. Um, And the stress is different. It's like, I'm not worried about school and lifelong choices. I'm mm -hmm. just like, oh, where's this invoice? I can find that for you. Yeah. Kind of stuff. So it's nice to be around adults and have different kind of conversations. Yeah. So that's fun. I don't enjoy that I have to wake up and get dressed. Yeah. So what are the things that you don't enjoy then? But the Because it's not just waking up and getting dressed. It's what time are you waking up, Patty? So I'm a team player. And I decided that I was going to, if my coworkers were going to go in at six, there's no reason for me not to go in at six either because I wanted to be a team player. And I may be regretting this team player decision because I'm now waking up at 5.10, 5.15 in the morning and leaving my house by 5.30. Mm. I don't know what people are doing when they actually like care about how they look. Because <laughs> me, I'm like, I put, I, I'm, I'm picking out my clothes like my daughters do. So I don't yeah. have to rumble through everything yeah. and like figure it out in the morning. So it's like already done. All I have to do is brush my teeth, somewhat brush my hair. Let's be real. I don't do that half the time. <laughs> and then put my clothes on. And yeah. then I have a yogurt pre-made in the, the van. In the, not in the van. I eat it in the van. It's in the refrigerator. And I like go to work. But I'm leaving my house at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, that's insane. And I work on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm working till 4 p.m. And I immediately go to the dojo where the kids are doing their crab. And I wrangle Jack so that he doesn't do crab with them. <laughs> and then I come home and it's immediately making dinner, getting ready for the next day, washing my stuff and getting myself ready for the next day. And then doing bedtime. Like it's, yeah. I'm literally up from 5.15 until 10 Eesh. doing responsibilities. Yeah, you're not getting your eight hours anymore. No. We'll see how long before it becomes like grumpy, grumpy, grumpy. Yeah. And you're still going to do the FU mic on Sundays. I'm still going to do the FU mic on Sundays. I'm taking my improv class. Yeah. That starts. Is um, it once a week or is it? It's twice a week. It's going to be Wednesdays Ooh. and Fridays. And I have Wednesdays off, which is great. Yeah. Because I'm fitting all my comedy into Wednesdays. <laughs> like everything that's me is on Wednesdays. Oh my gosh. So literally we're recording the podcast and then I'm going to the improv and then I'm doing a comedy show and then I'm doing the jam. I don't know if I'm going to make it to the jam though because the jam ends. I get home at midnight and then. Wake up at five? Yeah. I don't know how long that's going to last. Yeah. I may do one. I don't know. So it's weird not having your freedom. Mm -hmm. Like people are like, oh, can you do this? I'm like, yeah, no. I have a job. Yeah. yeah. Oh, let's go do coffee. Mm, no, I have a job. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe we can do a recording on. Mm, no, I have a job. Yeah. Like it's different. It's weird. I don't know if I like that part either. Yeah. I'm fortunate that I can now work from home. Yeah. So I can just kind of pick my hours and do it when I So have when do you time. normally work? During the day, but often if I get a project in at the beginning of the day, there's kind of like 
a next day turnaround expectation unless they're like, this is a rush. Can you please get this done in the next few hours? So I won't even work on it until like after the kids have gone to bed. So that's just crazy. It. After the kids have gone to bed, I go to bed. Yeah, I'm up, you know, <laughs> late into yeah. the night. And it's working out great. But I remember when we when I first got the kids, I had a nine to five job and so did Bobby. And we had know. nine to five all the time. The kids had to be in an after school program, which is why we went to the Catholic school, because their program lasted until 7 p.m. Did you keep them there until 7? Oh, yeah. And it, I don't know how we did it. And then we would feed them like by 7.30 and then they had to be in bed by 8. It was it was kind this of chaotic. Is, I don't want that. Like, I I don't know. I feel like a diva. But I'm saying, going, I want to enjoy my kids. Like, I don't want to just have two hours. Yeah. And that's it. Like, because I mean, there's other parents, obviously, yeah. at the workplace. And I'm like, how are you leaving at 6 and then having time with your kids? Like, I don't It's a hard it. balance. And, you know, we would talk on the way to school because we would drive to Burbank from where we live, which would be 45 to 50 minutes in the morning. So there was always time to sort of interact with them when I would drive them to school. Or when actually for a while we were carpooling, so it would be the entire family in a car together. Because you had to maximize your family time if you're going to be doing this. You did. You would spend it in the car talking. But then they would always break out into a fight. And I'm going to be honest. I don't think we were the most successful family when when Bobby and I were both working nine nine to six really jobs and having to do this drive and the kids being at school so late. I don't think it was as successful as it could have been. And I think that was part of the issues because often we would have to pick them up, rush them to for a while see their grandparents to do visitations. And then take them to therapy. And then, oh, you've got scouts. And, oh, now you want to do this. And our days became so packed that one of the therapists said, I think you need to to kind of cut it back a bit. Yeah, we had to cut back Jackson's just because he was doing too much therapies. Yeah. And it was like that fine line of like, how much therapies? When does it become mm-hmm. no longer beneficial because he's just not a kid? Yeah. And I get my kid needs more. I get my kid needs more intentional play and stuff. Yeah. But at a certain point, you're like, you're not even just allowed to play with mud. Yeah. You know, we had a change about a year in when Bobby decided to start really pushing our company, which had always kind of been on the side as the number one company. It meant I had to work that nine to five. Yeah. And I couldn't take any risk of not doing it because I had to be able to financially support and have the consistent paycheck. But it did allow Bobby to build up our company to start getting clients where now we both can work at home. Which is awesome. It was. I miss the adulting. Well, there's something like yeah. interaction. Like I have a coworker. I We walk up the, we've only, I've only been there for mm-hmm. two days. <laughs> but so far we walk up the parking structure and we uh-huh. go sit at the, one of the benches and then we walk down. So I'm getting a little bit of exercise yeah. and we're getting some sun and we're just chatting and up. Yeah. So it's nice to have those moments of adult time that's mm-hmm. not just with Chris or you. Yeah, it's important. No, but it's important (laughs) to have a variety of adults and and people and viewpoints in your life. And I worked at DreamWorks for a while, Mm -hmm. for two years. And that was really good and a nice, consistent paycheck. And they were very lenient with my schedule. Like, I'm like, sometimes I have to go get my kids or I have to do this thing with the kids. And they were very understanding. That's awesome. And then I got another job in Pasadena. And... And why did you quit DreamWorks? I didn't quit. DreamWorks was bought by Universal, and my department was disbanded. And then they were like, well, we can find a new job for you inside Universal. And I was like, I'm not going to Universal from the valley every day. No, I'm not doing that drive. 
Gotcha. So I went to Pasadena and said, oh, stupid me. I was like, I remember working in Pasadena before. It was an easy drive. And now it's twice as long. Oy. It's insane. But I took the job there. And this was after I had kind of run out of my severance. Like I got severance for six weeks. Okay. And I didn't start to panic. I kind of knew something would pop up. And sure enough, this popped up right as my severance ended. Sweet. So I went right from severance into this. But the severance is kind of what ruined me. Because I got to be home for six weeks. And get paid. And get paid and work with Bobby and, you know, just be hanging around with Bobby and being able to pick up the kids. Yeah. And that really sort of set some things in motion where I think I wasn't able to enjoy the job anymore or going to a job because I kind of liked having this time. Yeah. When we first got the kids, I did take time off that you're allowed, that paid time off, but I only took two weeks. Yeah. No, I took six weeks. I took six weeks off. I took three months, and then I came back for half a day, and then I went back. (laughs) So I only took six weeks off that first time, and we were doing such an adjustment period, and I went to Hawaii with the kids during it, and it was so much stuff going on. I didn't really have a break time during that first one. I mean, there's such an adjustment. Yeah. So when I got the second six weeks off with the severance, I really kind of got to see what life could be like not going to a regular job. I love it. Yeah, I kind of do. That's why it's <laughs> not the way it is. And working was hard. And the the job was nice in Pasadena. They let me cut my hours more and more and more down to the point where I was only working two weeks in off, two days in office a week and then working from home the rest right. of the time. But even that was too much. And I said, I don't want to do this anymore. And I don't want to do this job anymore. And I don't want to work in themed entertainment anymore. So that's I want to be start- a comedian. Yeah, basically. And so that's when I started working with Bobby. I've always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. It was partially because that's what I knew, mm-hmm. but my mom was always a stay-at-home mom. And then she, as we got older, kind of helped my dad out at the office. Yeah. My dad's a doctor, and so at the office here and there doing mm-hmm. accounting and stuff. So it's what I knew and what I wanted to do. Yeah. So the minute I got the girls, it was like, oh, no, we're staying home. Yeah. And previously when I worked at this place— it was to get out of debt. Yeah. So I was always a nanny. No one wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. I was always a nanny because I was like, life experience. Let's just yeah. figure out how to be a mom. And so, and that was phenomenal. And then it was like, well, you are an adult with a degree. You probably should get a real job <laughs> and let's get out of this debt. And so yeah. we did. And then it was like, well, we have no kids. Might as well stay on. So then I stayed on for another three or four years. And then I got the girls. Yeah. And so it's been interesting going back because I had the life that I wanted yeah I was staying home and I enjoyed and and now doing comedy it was like why would I go back yeah but it's like they needed me it's at a time right now where Chris was like the income could be good yeah so I'm doing it I mean I'm not opposed to ever going back to an office but man I'm gonna do it kicking and screaming and and I think I'm the only reason I can do this because I know it's short term and they did it on my terms I have the schedule that I want Um, yeah that's important I definitely think I'm not saying, I want to make this abundantly clear, mother effers. I truly believe that you need to process what is great mm-hmm. for your family and what is good for you yeah. being the best mother or parent that you need to be. Because I have, I have a high school friend that she is a better mother because she works nine yeah. to five. Yeah. And when she comes home, She's probably a way better mother than I am because she is so intentional with what she's doing and she is mm-hmm. so connected and she has such a more pleasant time with her kids because she missed them and she was able to exercise that smart part of her brain that she wanted to use. Like, yeah, she's a better person and a better mother because of it, of yeah. working. 
So I definitely feel like there's personality types that are better off just sure. being mother. And there's other types that are like me that are like, no, I'd rather be at home. Yeah. Get all the clean and all. Well, I don't want to do all that stuff. Either, but <laughs> it just works better. Don't lie. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm honestly like we had this text message yesterday. Yeah. I was like, I'm scared I'm going to become a grumpy person and then become a bitch because I'm so tired. And yeah. I'm not going to join my kids because I'm so tired of doing this five to four and then doing the kid thing. And like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want this to be a negative experience. And so I don't think I could do this long term. Like, I don't think I can sacrifice now because I know it's helping Chris de-stress about finances. It's getting extra income. We can do probably something fun for the summer. And it's exercising this part of the brain that is fun to exercise. Mm -hmm. I don't know how people do it long term. Like, I'm, I will say, I don't, I mean, it's been two days. I'm like, I don't know what the struggle, like, I don't even know how to start this balance. Because even my day off, I have all the comedy stuff, which is great. Mm -hmm. I'm not complaining. But I'm literally going until 10 o'clock at night and then waking up the next day at 5. So let's talk about some of the tips. And you can I have none. take and leave them. I probably have some. Here. Prep, prep, prep. I'm realizing prep. the best thing to do in life is to prep. Prep all the school lunches the morning before so that way you have them the morning of and the morning goes smoothly, which means I'm prepping my lunch so that I can do that smoothly because there's no way I'm making a salad and being making healthy choices at 5.15 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's too early. No. So what are your tips? I can help them. Well, again, so. we've talked about meals before. I meal plan for the week. Because if I meal plan for the week, I can go grocery shopping on Sunday, get it done, and we know what we're going to do every single day. I don't know if that would work for me because the moments I've tried it, by the time Taco Tuesday comes around, I'm like, I don't want tacos. Like, I just don't want to make the things that I said <laughs> I was going to make. And then I ended up not using any of the stuff that I bought for the intentional meals. And then it goes bad. Well, for our intentional meals, because the kids got a little depressed and we said we're not going to eat out as much anymore, they were allowed to pick things that they really liked. So what makes it easier is I have very specific things. Like Monday is meatless Monday. We just don't eat meat on Monday. I think the kids need to learn how to eat vegetarian foods and just vegetables. So if you look at one day a week and say there's just not going to be meat, it kind of forces them to open up their palate more and see what's out there. Okay. On Friday, we do seafood. It's fish Friday. Like, I want them to eat more seafood. Like, they just want to eat chicken and beef all the time and bacon. I love beef. I mean, why would you not want to eat bacon all the time? I think I love your kids. It's just they need to have a variety. So they know seafood comes on Friday. And they love it because they get to try different things with it. We eat out once a week. That's it. Usually Saturdays then? Usually Saturdays. And then, you know, during the week, there's a couple days of leftovers and then a they couple. Could... You have like a week's worth of leftovers. No, I'm surprised. Two. You just make one meal on Monday, and then you just trans... you yeah. make one meal on Sunday, and then you just transform it for four days on Tuesday and Thursday only, because there's not enough food to transform throughout the rest. Wednesdays is their day of whatever item, whoever we're rotating through of theirs. Oh, so like Anna will have the first week, yes. and then the next week. So it's... they have three different things that they kind of write categories for. So they'll get one person gets a meal, a dinner. One person, we do try to make breakfast Saturday morning for the kids. It's a nice little family time, like a fun thing to eat. Like sometimes we pancakes or muffins. Anna put breakfast cookies this last time, so I'll bake breakfast cookies. What are breakfast cookies? I don't know. I'm going to have to figure it out. I think it's just going to be oatmeal cookies with some raisins and stuff in it. You know what my daughter, my daughters are brilliant. What? They were like, Mom, can we have a cupcake for breakfast? I'm like, no, we do not eat cupcakes for breakfast. And she goes, Lexi, but Mom, a cupcake is really a muffin is really just a cupcake without icing. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she goes, what do you use to make muffins? Flour, eggs, and milk. Yeah. What do you use to make <laughs> a cake? Flour, eggs, and milk. I'm like, 
okay, we can have cupcakes for lunch and for breakfast. <laughs> I was like, you're brilliant. Yeah. And then we do family movie night every Saturday. And one of them picks the dessert for family movie night. Man, you're like so scheduled. My kids thrive under scheduling. It it really has helped. So, and it helps with food. And then when we have Sunday for lunch or Saturday for lunch on both of those days, we call it like the buffet day where you go in the fridge and whatever leftovers are there, you put yeah. them together and you make a buffet. And the kids love it. They're like, oh, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. If I need to fill it out, I always have like sausages. So buffets on Sunday lunch? Saturday and Sunday, yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Or like the buffet days. Like sometimes I have to make a little bit more. I'll make the ramen on a day where I run out of food you're, on Sunday. You're a complicated ramen? It's not complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. And then, uh, or I'll throw sausages together with some mixed veggies. Like I have backup food in the freezer. For those days that I just am like, Oops. so what are some of the meals that Anna and them like? Oh, they love stuff like the I've got right now listed. One of them wants to do a nacho bar, so fine, we'll do a nacho bar. One of them wants to do uh, steak and potatoes, so fine, we'll do steak and potatoes. One of them wants to do like a shredded pork, like sloppy Joe kind of thing, so fine, we're gonna do that. And they love it; they look forward to it. That's kind of cool that they each get a day where they get to pick the meal. Pick the meal. It makes the meal planning easy. And then it's something where they you feel can kind of, they feel like they've done something for the family. They've picked it. They've done nothing Let for the family. You, I was like, I gave Tony mm. crap for that. He's like, you guys could all thank me for this dinner that I picked. And I'm like, no, you can thank me for making it. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> all they did was say, mom, I like potato soup. Can yeah. you make it? That's not doing anything. Yeah. At all. So, it's fun in that way. And then, like, you know, our Meatless Mondays, I made grilled cheese, beautiful grilled cheese sandwiches and tomato soup. You know what I'm thinking? Hmm. I'm thinking we should do not a family swap, but a Heather Patty swap <laughs> one day where I live like you live yeah. and plan my meals and you live like I live and don't. <laughs> That's and terrible. And then we can come back and talk about it. Let's let's plan it for sometime in May because I'm kind of busy in April and I need to follow my schedule because it's going to throw me for a loop. I think that'd be hysterical. Okay. Of like us, I'll take on some of your traits, you take on some <laughs> of my traits, and we'll see how it works. I think that'd be funny. So my second tip, which you're going to go anal retentive is, this is more for older kids, though younger kids can do some stuff too. They need to have a responsibility in maintaining the house. Like I could maintain my house well, my just fine. the dog. Well, it's more than that. Like one is assigned the cats, one is assigned trash, and one is assigned dishes. And they have to do their chores. My kids do their own dishes. Yeah. Well, not Jackson. <laughs> so, but they have to like clean up. They have to sweep the floors. They have to do their own laundry. They have to clean their own room. So they have a chart where literally from morning to night, it tells them all the responsibilities they need to do. And they're each, each weighted with different points from one to five. So, because you use some kind of app, don't you? We it's tied into an app called Greenlight. But what we do is every day we mark off what they did, and those. See, points, I would never remember to mark it off. Oh, they don't worry. They let me know. They have their own binders. They have their own, you know, dry erase sheets that they've printed. You know, we we did the lamination, yeah. and they've got dry erase markers, and we just knock them off. And then, however many points they have, that's how many we call it plethora pesos, which somebody <laughs> said was so offensive, and they earn plethora pesos. So, like, in a day, they can earn 30 plethora pesos if they wanted. Okay. And those 30, 10 is if you want dessert tonight, you got to pay 10 plethora pesos. If you want a dollar, that's 20. If when we go out to eat, you want a soda, that's 20 as well. I don't remember why we put that high, but I did. Because oh, because I think because, sodas are wasteful. 
Yeah, because you didn't want them to drink soda, yeah. so might as well spend some time. Um, if you want a special, like, parent and me movie trip, that's 100 plethora pesos. You know, if they could get that every week if they really wanted. Oh, yeah, totally. They could get everything. Every how much week. does Bella make and how much does Anna oh, make? Because they're the opposite. We'll get to Tony's kind of like in the middle. Tony has perfect days where he'll do everything. And that's why he has the most money. So right now we've put an enticement in, which is, as I said, I don't pay for their souvenirs when we go traveling. You have yeah. to earn your money. I'm giving you an either. opportunity to earn money. My poor kids don't have opportunity to earn money. I'm just like, sorry. <laughs> so they have, uh, if they earn $50 for their trip to Tennessee that we're going on for spring break, we will double it to 100 What? And that's to entice them because they can get really lazy and earn like six pesos Wait, a day. how much pesos, pesos do they get for... So brushing your teeth is like a one peso. But how much, what's the equivalent of money towards? They 20. Get... 20 pesos to? One dollar? One dollar. Okay. So they can earn, if they convert all of their pesos to, with the week's tally, to um, dollars, they could earn $11 a week. And we've been doing this for a while. I was like, how long have you been yes. doing this? Because I would not keep this up. This sounds like way, it's not complicated. I get it. I know it's, that you're saying it. it sounds more complicated than what it is. But I would never remember to reward them. I would never remember oh, to they, like, pay them. I they would never don't let us forget. Like every day stuff. before bed, they come and they're like, here, here's my binder. Here's my stuff. They will not let us forget to do it. They're on us, which is great, which is what I want. I want them to be like, look at the things that I did today, my responsibilities, yeah. and I took care of it. It's making them proactive people. This is an evolution. Do they get any allowance just because? No. See, not, this is where we differ again. They used to when they were little because you were required to. Do you remember? Yeah. You were required by the state to give them an allowance. But once we adopted Ours them. Ours are too little. It only happens like at six and above or five and above yeah. or something. And oh, okay. were always so small that we didn't have to. So we were required to give them an allowance. And the thing is we realized pretty rapidly these are lazy kids who just blow their money. So I have to show them kind of like in baby steps what you have to do to earn money in the world. them responsibility yeah. through this whole peso token system. And it's it's not comp. I mean, there are complicated things they have to do, but those are worth a lot more pesos than brush your teeth is one. Wash mm -hmm. your face is one. Comb your hair is one. These are simple things that you should just be doing anyways that you're getting rewarded for. You need to take pictures of these binders and put them on Instagram. <laughs> so people can see them. And they're doing pretty well. Tony has about... Uh, $12 saved up, but they all have a little bit of money saved up for Tennessee. They better start working, though. I know. I told them, I'm like, chop, chop. You guys always wait to the last minute, but we're going to let them see what it's like. You know, go ahead. And then the next goal is going to start after Tennessee is uh, for our summer trip. And we'll do the thing again. If you hit $50, we'll double it. And then after that, we'll be, they always want to buy Christmas presents. So it'll be the Christmas savings. So if you save this much money, we'll double it again. That's kind of cool. That's kind of a jerk too because i can just see bella like mm, i'm not spending my money on you for christmas yeah i mean it, it, it it's interesting to see and so bella uh she's she kind of goes back and forth she'll have like a really good day and then like the rest of the week will be nothing anna's pretty consistently in the middle she'll get about half of her stuff done the and easy stuff the easy stuff she knocks out no problem and then the harder stuff you kind of have to what is the harder on. stuff doing your laundry is the the has the most points you get three for washing your clothes, and then three for drying, and then five for putting away, because that's where they have the biggest problem, is actually folding and like putting their clothes away. I wish someone paid me for doing clothes. Seriously, right? That'd be <laughs> nice. Pays me. I will give you, a, even if it was a quarter, I'd be like, sweet, at the end of the month, I'll have yeah. like $20.
I will tell you, and this is, again, something that I think your girls may be probably too small to do some of the major responsibilities they have. Like Bella's big responsibilities besides her laundry, she gets four points for taking the trash cans out to the, the alley. You have to put them out in the alley. Yeah. And then bring them back in the next day. So that's two days where there's four yeah, points they don't. there. So we did a token system when they were smaller, mm-hmm. like literal tokens. We would find them doing positive things. We'd yeah. give them a token and then we would brush our teeth, do the hair, yeah. little things. And then we'd talk about the day and it worked for a little while. But where it backfired was like they wanted guinea pigs. And I was oh. like, oh, if you make a hundred and they started saving. And then I was, I'm, all of a sudden I had these two guinea pigs <laughs> and I was like, what the <laughs> hell did I do to myself? And then after yeah. the guinea pigs, I was like, we're not doing this again. Yeah. But we also are a firm believer of God's blessed us and we are been given money and mm-hmm. like taking care of ourselves so just for being part of the family you get two dollars a week yeah but they have to remember to ask us for it which they never do oh that's nice and then they have chores and responsibilities because you're part of the family and we're a yeah. team we all do this regardless yeah so that's the every single time we eat you wash your plate and you feed the dog those are the two things that they're mm-hmm. and they make their bed and clean their room i mean they're young right now so it's hard to start adding in some of the bigger stuff yeah but and I mean, the, i'm pretty sure chris would be ecstatic as soon as they can do the trash it's part of you have to share in family responsibilities yeah like mom's not here just to do everything and but dad's do you not have some of everything. those that aren't added to the pesos what do you mean like so far everything they do they get no pesos. everything is tied to pesos everything even their homework is tied to pesos because we do you think they need a lot more guidance right now? I was gonna say, do you think you can eventually be like, okay, you used to get paid for this, now you're not? Probably not. But here's the twist: is that as soon as they can start working a part-time job, they have to get a part-time job, and then they're going to become responsible for something small within the house. Like you have to buy the milk each week, so your job is going to be you have to pay for the milk because they waste stuff so much. Yeah, and so we're going to teach them like there's a small. You have to buy the bread for the week. For you guys to eat you have to buy this so we're going to teach them in a very small amount because i want them to be able to have pocket money that they earned and feel great about oh yeah but in a small amount you have to help out with the family because we're a family this is like a kid difference i feel like generational and i don't know how to instill this because i feel like i have lazy kids too because i came home and said mom i have a job yeah like i didn't ask if permission really i mean yeah. i probably should have to a certain extent especially because i worked until like two in the morning some days yeah but it was like it wasn't them pushing me you need to get a job or anything like i the opportunity came i took it i wanted it i did it and yeah. then i came home going this is what's happening is that all right kind of thing yeah versus nowadays yeah, like, no you, you want to you need to you need to get a job you need to do this yeah. you need to do all that so it's kind of interesting because i don't re- ever remember really asking it's my tough. mom for money no or asking it's like i had a job and that was if i wanted yeah. to do something I paid for it with my job money. If yeah. I wanted something else, I just paid for it, you know? And, and my needs were always met. Like, I didn't pay for clothes. I didn't yeah, pay yeah. for lots of stuff. But and it's like, in these days, I feel them. like you have to, it's different. Like, I feel like kids these days, it's like you almost have to teach them these responsibilities yeah. that I naturally wanted to know. So I told the kids for your birthday, because it's hard to, like, Bella's 13. It's hard to start buying stuff. You know, she doesn't want toys yeah. anymore. So I said, great. If you want to ask for your birthday and for Christmas, it's like a $300 gift card to a hair salon so you can get it bleached and dyed, whatever you want. I will give that to you. And that is your gift. That is your one gift. Yeah. I'll give you bras, underwears, and socks like I always told you would. And cereal. And cereal. But I said, for the most part, your gift is going to be this gift certificate. And that's it. And she's like, I'm fine with that. I said, great. She's going to realize pretty quickly because she wants to bleach and dye her hair. That's going to look terrible. 
after month. I'm not paying for maintenance. Oh, no. I'm not paying to upkeep it. So twice a year, you can go on mom's dime. I I just have a feeling this is going to backfire on you. Maybe. But what the hope is, is that she goes, I really want to maintain my hair. And then we also have a rule about clothing. I think Target's perfectly fine for everything you need. Yeah, you talked about this. Like, I will buy the standard. And if you want something beyond the standard, like name brands, then you can pay the difference. Yeah. So I have a feeling, because she's so materialistic in that term, that she will get the job. Just to pay for that stuff. To pay for it, which is good because hopefully that's going to entice her to learn responsibilities. I think she's going to get fired from her first job because she's kind of lazy and irresponsible. But I think firing is a good thing. Oh, no. Might as well have her have a lesson here when you're working at an ice cream parlor shop than Mm -hmm. when you're working at a corporate job that gives you free fruit. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's important to, to teach your kid about jobs. And one thing the school, at least one of the teachers does is they say, Bella, getting good grades and doing your homework, this is your job right now. That's your how, job is to be a good student. Maybe that's what it was, too. Is my mom mm-hmm. always said, your dad's job is a doctor. My job is to make sure there's food in the house that's kept mm-hmm. and that you guys are safe. And she didn't use the word safe. Yeah. I use that word safe because I have foster kids. <laughs> um, but, you know, like my job is here the home. Yeah. And your job is the school and get your education. Like, that is your job and you need to do it well. And so we've always done yes. that. Everybody so maybe has. that's the reason why when the job came around, it was, like, easy. And I mm-hmm. said that to the girls. Like, look, your job right now is to be a kid. But being a yeah. kid means play. But it also means learning to read. It means learning mm-hmm. to write. It means learning how to interact with people. Yeah. It means going to school and being respectful. It means all these other things, you yeah. know? As they get older, I think you can put the context in place a lot easier in terms of responsibilities and why they're doing things in a certain way. Like, I kept hearing from Bella and Tony this year, well, I'm going to, like, ace it in my third trimester. And I said, why? I said, when you go to college, how many trimesters do you think you have? And they're like, three. I'm like, you think you take a class and it lasts, like, all year like this? They're like, yeah, it doesn't. I'm like, no. You get, like, Every two and a half months. Every trimester is a new one. Yeah. I said, that's it. One and done. You got to get it right the first time. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. There's no waiting till the last minute. If every third quarter or so or trimester you decide you're going to do really well that's two to three fails you got in front of it you're going to get booted from the school yeah and so we're trying to put things now especially as they get older in terms of responsibilities and jobs in the context of how this is going to benefit you as an adult and we need to because they don't understand like why do I have to clean my room and do things a certain way well the reason is because I'm trying to teach you this Because when you get older, you need to be able to do this. We have to formulate it in a way where they're going to understand these are life lessons. This isn't mom just being neurotic. I keep trying to say that too. I caught Lexi eating something. She snuck something and she wasn't supposed to. And I said something like, look, you think mom and dad have boundaries because we're trying to have you reach your potential and keep you safe. Like it wasn't safe for you to do three of those. So. Yeah, it's hard. It is. So the other hard part of work, and I had this hard part of work before kids, is the self-care time. Because before kids, I busted my butt. Oh, I got to work till midnight tonight at the office. I got to get in early. I've got to blah, 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 blah. I had no problem doing crazy work hours and letting myself slide. That makes sense. So you've got a huge challenge right now, which is your self-care time, your comedy time. Your family time and, and Chris. The work. Yeah, and Chris oh. and balance. It's going to be tough. Especially the schedule of 6 a.m. to 4. It's like going to be rough. 
And I don't want to resent going back and not being able to do comedy. So yeah. I'm trying to do the comedy on the day off that I have. Yeah. And making sure that happens so that I'm doing a little bit more me time mm-hmm. then. And then trying to see maybe making my me time with the kids a little bit too. Like there's certain things I enjoy doing more with the kids than mm-hmm. other things. So I'm like, well, maybe I can convince them to do those things. <laughs> you know, like going to Disneyland. I like taking them to Disneyland. Yeah. So maybe I can convince them to do that more often than, well, I can easily convince them to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm scared of that too. I'm scared yeah. of the balance. And then I've, honestly of Chris, like we've guarded our marriage so well. I don't even know when we're going to be able to date each yeah. other. So I'm not to trick. I need to write those dates in the calendar to make sure that that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to happen. I'm definitely taking my breaks, though. I'm all like, mm, yeah, I, working at it, looking at a screen, I know is mm-hmm. not good for me. So I'm making sure to take my 15 minute breaks that's and go good. outside and do the walking and then making sure to take my hour lunch break mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, that's just the I tough part. And it's I didn't have comedy challenge. last time. I didn't have comedy or kids last yeah. time. So it was like hey, every day care. was me time. And then, you know, it's really just. <laughs> Planning in Chris, which was easy. Yeah. You know, with one person and yeah, you know no. what he wants. So that was gotcha. Easy. And I remember that being a challenge when I was working. It was having that time to be alone and having that time to focus on the things that bettered me, which is why I didn't. And I ended up kind of melting down a bit. Yeah. So, tip good luck. Time Thanks. for you. <laughs> How do you do that though? You have to schedule it. And I know that seems very stupid. An Asian? Well, it's more but, Heather. It's very no, it's stupid in Heather. You have to schedule these times. If you don't no, schedule no. the time. That's the only reason why our marriage yeah. is so strong is because I literally, we guard our Monday breakfasts mm-hmm. like no other. And yeah. people are like, can I get coffee on Monday? Like, no, I can't. Mm-hmm. Can we record the podcast? No, I can't. Like, we make sure that we are seeing yeah. each other. And that's gone. So I yeah, got to figure out. I had to redo it. That's but why no, I this scheduling makes sense. I know you always think it's ridiculous how late I stay up. But that's Bobby and my time. We have two hours together every night after the kids go to bed to talk, to watch something on TV, to have, you know, uh, just fun time. Like, let's like we'll play video games. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's just our time. And, you know, do I lose a little bit of sleep? Yes. But I, are, I have a short sleep cycle anyway. So who cares? Oh, but I don't. That's yeah. the other thing is, is I don't know how I'm going to do the sleep. I mean, so, yeah. that first day I woke up at five. Jax woke up three times. Oh, God. So I was basically up almost. I went to bed at midnight. Oh, no. And then I woke up at five and I woke up three times between 12 and five and i was yeah. just like how is this going to sustain yeah. like right now i'm fine because it's adrenaline and i'm on day two yeah but it's going to be tough how in in three weeks we're gonna have to come back and revisit it and be like so what's happening yeah. I quit. <laughs> or it's like oh i realize this works or oh I, if yeah. you, listeners if you guys have any tips you working moms out there or even the stay-at-home moms that have really good ways to like manage how to do all the stuff with extra activities and stuff Email me, please. I need all the help yeah. I can get. Mother F and podcast at gmail.com. The only thing keeping me alive is that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Like I know come summer, I can jet and bounce if it's not working. That's good. You know, that's the commitment I kind of gave Chris and Ooh, gave everyone Interesting else. what you said. If it's not working. Yeah, I don't know. Yesterday morning was a little rough because I felt so helpless because mm-hmm. I couldn't do all the things that I used to do. I mean, I yeah. worked there for five years and then yeah. all of a sudden I now can't answer invoices and like yeah. do all these things that I had authorization to do. So it was a little like, oh. Mm-hmm. And then we have a whole new system and I'm like, I don't even know how to do this. <laughs> and then it turns out no one really knows how to do this. So I kind of taught myself some stuff yesterday and took some more control yesterday after lunch and was like in a better spot. Oh, that's good. It is nice using this part of the brain. Yeah. I haven't used this part of the brain in a long time. Comedy touches like a lot of pieces of the brain, so yes. it's fun. 
But my brain is mainly used for like keeping kids safe and making them feel <laughs> safe and very planning how are we all going to survive the day. Nice. Like that's what my brain's been used for. So it's mm-hmm. nice to be like, you know what? I care where your mirror is. Let me find <laughs> it for you. You know, let me see who has it. FedEx, yeah. UPS. Let's do, let's figure this out. So it's nice using that part of the brain and having an adult conversation. It is. And comedy uses the creative side a lot. So it's just the kids don't use any brain. Oh, and Jackson's is damaged. So, <laughs> all right, listeners, I hope you got some good tips from this or some tips not to do. I hope we didn't make you go running from whatever life you're currently living because it sounds terrible when we talk about it. Just be happy where you are. All right, listeners, thank you so much for listening again, and we'll see you next week. The Mother Effin Podcast is hosted and produced by Patty Crouch and Heather Dragulescu. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to visit us online at mothereffinpodcast.com.